So this is the Ben Shapiro Show. And it if is. you've watched or listened to our show at all, you've heard of Birch Gold Group. I'm always <laughs> recommending Birch Gold because they're the people that I trust for precious metals investment. And I've talked a lot about it on the show. Precious metals investment. Precious metals investment. Precious metals investment. Show why you should invest in precious metals. Well, now we have a treat. Actually, a person. We have a treat. We have quite a treat. Somebody who's paid me <laughs> to be on my show. It's a huge there treat. Is, oh, such a treat. It's a to treat hear from, from me. Birch Gold. friends hello somebody a listener emailed and began their email with hi friends hi and i was quite proud of that friends they noticed some people notice <laughs> i don't know if our listeners know this but you are currently listening to one of the best podcasts according to a dutch newspaper called the volkskrant which is the biggest Newspaper in the Netherlands. This is uh, information that is new to us, but not new to the world. We, one of our Dutch listeners who's on Twitter clued us in because we've for a long time been talking about why our download numbers were so high in the Netherlands. It just seemed odd. We've, we theorized it was a right-wing group of alt-right creeps over there. Yeah, which I don't think that's... I don't think that's what it is. No, it's not. It's uh, it's a hundred percent from this this article, list yeah. that's been published, and the thing that's incredible about it is it's just like one of those best podcasts of the year lists, and on this list is S Town Criminal, Missing Richard Simmons, The Daily, The Daily, uh, The Planet Longest Money, Embedded on Planet Money, Ear Hustle, Yeah, it's like all the big ones, Heavyweight. Heavyweight. And then, and then us halfway through, <laughs> not a huge fan. That's great. <laughs> Which is doubly funny because one of the episode that they feature in this article is actually an episode where we mock almost all of those podcasts. They also have our old description on here, which is reads very hilariously in Dutch. Yeah. BFS presenting in a live comedy show in Het Poppenhus, Van Clean Zussi. So I'll read everyone the translation of what it said. The headline is, these are the best podcasts of the moment, according to us. And then the lead is, of course, 2017 was the year of Me Too, of Trump, of the Missed World Championship. I guess that's a... I think it must be Miss World Championship. Or maybe it's it's probably a soccer thing. Oh, yeah, right. There's a shit. But 2017 was also the year that the podcast finally manifested itself as the medium to tell stories. After the golden age of the TV series, we are currently in the golden age of the podcast, or peak podcast. Like that, then hot. That must be bad Google Translate. These are, according to the editors of the Volkskrant, the 14 best podcasts of the moment in completely random order. Just listen. And then for us, they wrote, they described their podcast themselves as follows. Charles Disney and Isaac Simpson are black demisexual BFFs. They present a live comedy show in your little sister's dollhouse. Uh, it can be about anything from offices or communist dictatorships to female comedians are privileged, not always politically correct, and certainly not always funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, I think that's a translation thing. No, I don't. I think that's probably on purpose. Um, I think they're trying to say it's sometimes it's offensive. Maybe. I think that's what that means. But yeah. Okay. But but their episode, The Eight Worst Podcast Voices About Annoying Voices and Habits of Podcast Presenters is perhaps the nicest podcast episode of the year. Yeah, we were the best. <laughs> the best one. Also, it's very, very funny. That's how Dutch... Yeah, yeah. We're done. Dutch people say nicest a lot. That's... Yeah, I mean, it's very European. Oh, I think that is the nicest thing. Yeah. I I lived in... I think what this happened because uh, Gracie and I both, we met in Amsterdam. I lived in Amsterdam. And I have a friend who is like sort of like a... uh, not. He's kind of like a known person in the Netherlands. And I think he sent this to like some of his friends. He sent our podcast to some of his friends. Right. And they're probably very like connected people. So I think that that's probably how this happened. Well, I tweeted at the author of the article whose name was Julian Althusius. I'm so sorry if I'm not pronouncing that right. 
and he, he I said, thank you so much. Uh, I'm sorry you wrote this two years ago, <laughs> and we didn't say anything, but we honestly didn't know. And no Google alert or Google right. search ever turned this up, ever, which is annoying because yeah. it's like it's pretty clear that this should come right up in our top results. Right. Um, and he said, no, you should thank uh, Simon Hendrickson and Tim DeGear. They were the people who recommended the show to him. So however those guys found out about yeah. it, thank you guys. So all of, all of those people, thank you. No thank you to our Dutch listenership, <laughs> who at no point gave us the small amount of validation that we've desperately needed. Yeah, for, yeah, but to be listed in with these the same podcasts that always get listed is like, these are the best, the ones. best ones. And then yeah. us just in there. That's incredible. I mean... It's great. It gave me one second of happiness, yeah. and then I immediately <laughs> hated myself again. Well, it's just so us, too, that it's like this big victory, but of course it happened two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we didn't we didn't. Know. We had no idea. But thank you to our Dutch yeah. listener who told us, uh, and we found out about that because he tweeted, he's like, this is my favorite podcast. Here's them talking about Yeah. In the same vein, comedy. listeners, uh, we are really trying to figure out ways to get featured on platforms like Spotify, iTunes, or whatever they call it now, Apple Podcasts, yes. iHeart. We're really trying to get featured um, in the sections of those places that are recommendations, which are in various places. And it's actually quite hard to get through to anybody. I've been really trying to talk to Spotify, and uh, it's pretty much the way that those... Um, features happen is really through like who you know it's you really need to like hire a pr team yeah. and they have the right person's email when they cover it's a, it up it's a by closed it's a closed off system like yeah. for just a normal person you can't get when they also cover it off by claiming it's all downloads and algorithms but, but which as, is bullshit. as you pointed out there's plenty of brand new shows that get featured immediately and it's like okay those shows don't have any downloads right so exactly that's just somebody who knows somebody who's somebody who knows somebody it's like and they admit that they have this like for spotify at least they admit that they have this editorial team, but they won't even give you their email. I mean, it's like they should at least pretend. You know what I mean? Like for for artists, for musical artists, yeah, they have a whole system of yeah. like requesting a feature. Right. Whereas this is like you have no podcasters have no way. In their defense, to have to listen to the thousands of yeah, terrible sure. podcasts no, that people throw right. together It'd be terrible. I mean, just as everyone should, if you follow starting a podcast Twitter feed at podcast starting. <laughs> You see on a daily basis how many people are just like, well, I like talking and my friends think I'm funny, so yeah. I'm going to start one. Start a podcast. So I, I do understand exactly why we started. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not. We're not exempt, but unlike most people, we've stuck with it and yeah. have improved over time, which is what you have to do. True, and we and we have we've have some good episodes that. That Aid Wars podcast voices, man. People really like that one. Yeah. We got to try and make more content. People like love that. when you shit on terrible stuff. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's the, it's the very, shit on terrible stuff. It's the very, uh, bottom level basics of it. Yeah. Right. right. And we did that. We just did a late night one where we listened to, yeah. And people like that. Bad late night stuff. We had some good feedback on that one. Yeah. So, uh, listeners, uh, the other thing that you can do that's important is often publications will have the best podcasts of the year or our favorite podcasts or whatever. And they always have open emails for recommendations, AV club, which is the right. part of the onion, which is dedicated to pop culture does vulture publications like that. If you read them and you see those articles, please send something in. I, I love getting nice compliments via email and we're getting a lot of them, but really I don't need to hear that. I would much rather you send that outwards. Yeah, so, or share with your friends, you know? If you have, like, you know, a, a email list of your yeah. friends, just send it to them. Just be like, hey, check out this podcast S I like, because Send us the us. criticisms and what you hate. Yeah. Because keep right. those private. Yeah. But tell everyone the parses that you love. Yeah. yeah. Push that outwards. That's, that's what we need most is... Right. A listenership that evangelizes. Well, and right. I mean, we have this dedicated listenership of, <clears throat> you know, if, if we have such an intense following as it is, there's no reason why that following shouldn't be 10 to, you know, 100 times as big. There's no reason. The, the only thing we're lacking is the marketing dollars to get in front of enough people to convert, you yeah. know? So that's just, 
you know that that's it, the best thing that you can do it's, if you it's insane how valuable attention is yes. in our current world it's it's like makes or breaks you know it's having the money to buy attention for your project is like everything well the other thing we don't want to do is we don't in terms of the way that we deal with people that listen we don't want to take advantage of your listening we we don't ever want to do a thing where we're like we're gonna you know we're gonna join a podcast network that has ads we right don't, we don't want to do a thing where we're like shilling horrible products on the show yeah that we get paid to talk about as though we care about them which well, Char, that's your. We haven't had this discussion, but you you are anti ads of any kind. I'm anti. I have a, my philosophy about, especially now. I mean, again, I understand in the days of like radio when you pretty much you have to do live reads, you have to do yeah, stuff right. that make the sponsors happy because that's how the business was run. Yeah, that's what it's. That's how you make money. But I think people are done with that kind of thing. I don't think people want to hear ads anymore. I think it's Well, they just, never did want to hear They didn't want to, but they at least accepted it. But yeah. now it's to, to the point where it's like, I don't want ads in my content. I don't want this thrown at me. It's right. annoying. And people are more willing to kind of pay in other ways, I guess. So would you, you are, say that we had the opportunity to make actual money selling ads would you say no like what if we could just just do this like what if we could quit our jobs because we were you know i I would i would hate to do it that way yeah because i would just feel inauthentic and cheapened because right you're just diluting because then it starts being like oh what if this sponsor doesn't like this opinion that one of us has probably totally What? No, yeah, you're to- totally right. No, I mean that's this is the big this is we're seeing this you know uh in the entire digital marketing sphere advertisers have all these weird rules that are killing news for example like you know that uh all, there's these blacklists for words for digital ads now. Mm-mm. So, you know, it used to be you bought ads in a newspaper, you had no say over what you were put next to. I right. mean that was just you just assumed people know this has nothing to do with you know, just because there's a story about ISIS next to my brand doesn't mean that people are like thinking I'm ISIS, you know? Right. Whereas now, uh, digital advertisers have blacklist words. So they will send like to New York Times, for example, do not have our content appear next to the word Trump. Trump is the number one. Yeah. And or the word murder or the word, you know what I mean? So it's like because people are thinking, oh, my brand is going to get mixed up in that bad thing, which is actually completely insane. Right, and then you start getting harassed by people who are like, you know, your company is sponsoring blah, blah, blah. There's there's a big fuss. I mean, I don't like Breitbart. I think it's full of bad people. But this drama about the LAPD having an advertisement on Breitbart is obviously like a Google ad issue. I haven't seen this. It just got served on the site. They have a deal, whatever. And everybody's like going after LAPD. Oh, my God. And to me, it's like, well, I mean, this is just the nature of the thing. Like, you can't monitor everywhere that your ad is going to right. show up. And, 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 and the thing is, what what's happening in response, and people are all freaking out about this, they're saying that news is suffering because none of the ad, no advertisers, they won't pay to support actual real news because they want all the words that they're next to to be fluffy. Yeah. So it's like, I saw a guy at a conference talk, and he was like, the guy who runs Cheddar, this guy, John Steinberg. Or John Cheddar. John Cheddar. Um, and he was like, yeah, we're, it's dangerous because we're pushing towards a place where every article is like a travel piece or like a piece about your dog, you yeah. know, because it's like, oh, that's the fluffy content that advertisers all want to appear next to. Yeah, it's very like, I don't know. So that's the fate I want to avoid. I don't want to have to worry about some suit and some company like going... Yeah, just don't say this. If there are regular, I don't want, you know, let's say like stamps.com. Stamps.com is, I don't know, the cliche podcast advertiser. Yeah. Somebody at stamps.com hears something that's said on here and then is like, oh, I'm going to pull all my my sponsorship for them. And then that puts us in the position, as you mentioned, the condition earlier where we're like doing this full time, right? But what happens if we're relying on that money and then it gets pulled and then it's like, okay, now we're back looking for Joe jobs again. So the whole thing was worthless. Right, right. So I just don't want to get into that. And I think it sucks. I, I think podcast ads are the fucking worst. 
Like you just skip through them, and if there's live reads, it's even more terrible. Yeah, because they're so phony, and they're just like in there, and you can tell nobody likes it. Yeah, I don't want to get into that. It just seems shitty. Yeah. So I'd rather have people listen and like listening, and if I'm gonna ask my listeners for something. I'd rather it be like, listen, you can have access to additional content. Yeah, do it the Patreon way. And it'll be good content, and it's just for you because you're the person that's paying, and it seems like a better transaction because they're listening to us for entertainment or for content reasons or whatever. So keep giving them that. Like, don't I don't want to get in the business of selling them products. Yeah. And speaking of... Speaking of... Speaking of selling horrible products... that brings us to today's episode... We have an old episode called Horrible Podcast Merch, which is kind of fun, where we look at some of the things people sell, like Sam Harris's stupid waking up mugs. Yeah. Um, who else did we talk about? There was quite a, there was a few people on the list that were, they had merchandise, and it's like, all right, like, I, you do need this extra income? Maybe you do. I don't know. I don't know what the financials look like. So we're kind of doing a sequel where we look at like really shady stuff that some of these broadcasters and content personalities are getting into. And we're just going to go down the list and look at some of the stuff because it's amusing. We like laughing at amusing things. So the one that I've been laughing at a lot is uh, Sebastian Gorka, who is a former White House official and also has his own, I think, radio show. (laughs) And he is shilling for this thing called Relief Factor, which is basically fish oil supplements. Oh, my God. And let's uh, let's just play this ad right here. If you don't know Sebastian <laughs> Gorka, he is a delight. Do you ever listen to Sebastian Gorka? No, I, but I know who he is. Oh, he's... All right, I've heard of him. Here we go. All right. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor. And first of all, let me say uh, that I have never before endorsed a pain reliever. Now, they have on the bottom lower third of the screen, they have Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Sebastian Gorka's doctorate is like a PhD in political science. Of course, they don't mention that because that's always the scam. But when Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son owners of Relief Factor, asked me to endorse their 100% drug-free product, I absolutely couldn't say no. (laughs) There are simply too many people like me who are struggling day after day, night after night, with pain due to aging. With pain due to aging exercise. Yes. It's not because I'm overweight that I have this low back pain. (laughs) But if you take fish oil supplements. I love Sebastian Gorka's voice. Because he engages, if you ever listen to his show, he just, he, he uses it to the most full effect imaginable, but it's always very silly. Exercise or just everyday living. And of course, I only said yes, because after years of my personal lower back pain, I am now pain free. I only <laughs> said yes, because I received a substantial amount of That's money. That's the only reason I did it. The relief factor. And it's just a bunch okay. of old people talking. Wow, nice. That's a good one. Yeah. Sebastian Gorka. Sebastian Gorka. Um, okay, can I, should I do Yeah, please. Go back and forth. So, uh, okay, this is a little bit, so you, you're basically doing things, this is not necessarily merch, this is when people are shilling for other products, is kind of what but it's saying. It's a variety of things. It's any time where a, a person who has a listenership is, I think, disingenuously endorsed. It's one thing to do a live read. That some everybody kind of understands that's a basic ad thing you have to do, but there's another piece where it becomes you're personally endorsing yeah, this product. You're personally endorsing a product. That's something okay. that you don't really know anything about. Like Sebastian Gorka is not a medical doctor, and he's telling his listeners like, you know, you should take this product because it's effective. But he's getting paid to say that. I see. So these are endorsements. So I actually kind of got the wrong. I sort of got the wrong stuff. So you should keep. Uh, okay, you fun. should keep going here. Um, the next one is, uh, of course, Glenn Beck. Yeah. And Glenn Beck is well known for endorsing gold. For gold. And here's an it's example of it. And what I love about these is the very casual way they try to do it. It's the opposite of the hard sell. I'm just giving you some friendly that's how, information. That's how Shapiro does his live reads. It's always like very like, I'm just telling you. Here's Glenn. Hi. Hi. Um, hey, Glenn. It's Glenn Beck, and if you don't mind, I'd like to just take a couple of seconds out of your busy day just to talk to you about something. I'm in my offices uh, here in Dallas, Texas at the Mercury Studios, and I just wanted to um, thank you 
for being a part of something that's been very special in You're my welcome, life. Glenn. Um, we are celebrating the 10th anniversary of my partnership with Goldline. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> Celebration! Yay! <laughs> 10 years of me receiving yeah, money. He's just so, you know, he's just, <clears throat> just I just really so want to talk thankful. to you. And it's like, he's just, yeah, so I'm just organic. I just want to talk to you about it. You know, like, I just want to sit down and have a moment and talk about my partnership with Goldline. Yeah, just know? casually discussing. Yeah. I will. It's like, it's really meaningful. To play devil's advocate and... In favor of Glenn. This does fit in with Glenn's general apocalyptic weirdness. Right. Well, all these conservative guys, as we identified before, they all show for things that are like vaguely end of the world, vaguely related. doomsday yeah. prepper. The uh, they are the only company that I trust. The only company that I would buy gold from, uh, <laughs> and certainly the only company that I would endorse uh, for gold. The world for gold. is such there's a other... confusing place right now. It is... <laughs> oh, so it's very confusing. confusing. How many views does this have? Oh, that's good. That's a good question. That's good a... things, bad things, oh, all at once. Nothing. Everything is so big, well, so urgent. Because it's on Goldline's website. Uh, We're not really Goldline. paying attention to what's happening in North Korea, and that could be insanity overnight. ISIS God, is using so phony. Mad Max-like uh, tactics. Uh, <laughs> this uh, this new Glenn Beck is hilarious. It's like new. I don't like, even know how this might be an old ad. Nerd, I have no idea. Nerd like like grizzled nerd Glenn Beck. It's a two year old ad, I think. Uh, and it's also like, I I have an objection to this because you're just taking advantage of the people that are listening to you by connecting them with this product and you're using it by by scaring them into into getting it sure because yeah. it's like i've been scaring you all day with my weird eschatological end of the world ideas and now here's something that will potentially help you yeah this gets a little like sketch um there's unrest all around the world I don't know what's gonna happen <laughs> but, <laughs> but all I boy do the star field is sure Moving in the other direction. The star the field? Star field. Safety and security. What's the star field? And uh, I have um, just looked at my portfolio here recently and looked again uh, at my holdings in gold uh, and <laughs> upped my standing with gold. It's something physical that you can hold in your hand. Just right. with the cashless banking stuff that they're doing now in Australia. I can't believe I remember being a kid... Okay. 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 It just it spins off the rails from there, but uh, just and Glenn Beck uh, doesn't only endorse gold, but he also has something to say about nutrition. Oh, here we go. These are so these are great. These this what, is these? Brickhouse Nutrition, and just so everyone has a visual idea of what we're looking at, we're looking at a very fat Glenn Beck. <laughs> talking to the camera he looks in like a doctor's robe it looks like or no no that's not a doctor it may robe. be a sweater he loves yeah, sweaters it's a sweater it's a cardigan it uh he looks like a 50 year old santa claus yeah all right i mean if 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 i lived in my perfect world um i would feast on a diet of steak ice cream uh jack daniels and chocolate and that would be pretty much it and i'd be happy butter what butter. i love about the the modern food thing is people try to signal their masculinity by their food choices. It's like, I have steak and Jack Daniels and all yeah. these very manly foods. And ice cream, which is very childish. Yeah. Um, so I've given up a lot of those things because they're killing me. Uh, but then you hear talk about superfoods. You gotta eat the superfoods. I don't even know what a superfood is. I don't care what a superfood is, and I hate vegetables. I always have. What hate. I love about this this video is the contradiction between the the pussification of like taking care of yourself by I don't like superfoods, but also he's shilling for a nutrient supplement. So he's also yeah. saying buy this thing. It doesn't make you a bitch. Yeah, right. Because it's a you know it's like a man. Yeah. It's called Brickhouse. Brickhouse. Brickhouse and nutrition. I want it to stop. Well, I found a way where you can have a superfood. You can have all the salad, all the vegetables. He just said he doesn't know what a superfood is, and now he's saying you can have the superfood super in a pill. In I, a pill, that I don't fruits, know. 
in just one little glass. Oh. All you do is you just mix this stuff in, in from uh, Brickhouse Nutrition, and it's field of greens. And you're, it, you got the salad, you've got your broccoli, you got all this stuff you don't want to eat. The thing I like about the, Glenn Beck, though, is that it's like he, he really kind of just riffs with these endorsements. Like, he's not reading off a piece of paper. Like, he's literally just like, yeah. like just say something good about him. He's just like, all right. I'm yeah, he's not, I'll handle I'm like, it. All right. I mean, the guy. I'll just say what I he's say. A, something. He's a skilled broadcaster. He yeah. was a morning show, like, zoo-type DJ for years. Really? And he had his, he's had been on television, and he's had his thing. Like, the guy. These guys, you can't knock their broadcasting skills, like the Glenn Becks and the Rush Limbaugh's and everything. Right. They know how to talk yeah. much better than I do. I couldn't fill time the way that they can. You know, just talking, yeah, just. And so it's it, really, really good. It's just full and it's of one hundred percent natural. Do it now. Call in the number do on the now. screen here. It's Brickhouse Glen promo code. Okay, I don't want to advertise that one. Um. So moving on. I, I, I love Jim Baker stuff. Last time we watched Jim Baker's uh, Food Pails food seg pails. segment. So I have some things that are more like food pails. So oh, a lot great. Of, a, lot of this stuff is, <laughs> a lot of this stuff is like white label products, you know? Yeah. I think the food pails are probably like white label food pails. And yeah. then that you just slap the celebrity's name on them and people buy them, which yeah. is completely... It's so weird that people do that. But the things I have are like... Um, like the Jordan Peterson capsule collection. Oh, lobster I, capsule collection. I, I don't know if that was a thing. Let me look that Jordan up. Peter lobster capsule collection. So a capsule collection, I don't really, I, even after Googling it, I still don't really understand what a capsule collection is, but I think it's, uh, is it this? Yeah. So the Jordan this B. Is Peterson actually, 12 rules collection. Yeah. So this is not it. This is just normal, weird. Uh, no, it's, you gotta scroll down. So hold on, go back up. No, no, you scroll down on the page you were just at. Oh, I see. I'm sorry. So uh, this is just normal, like weird branded swag. But then he has a co a, a clothing col um, collection called the Lobster um, Capsule Collection. That's just um, shirts with lobsters on them. I don't know. I guess it's really not that interesting. Speaking this is just yeah. This is just basically swag. Yeah. So it's not really theme, but theme to his weird predilections. But yeah. speaking of of Jordan Peterson, there's someone else in the Peterson family who has some advice to give. My right. name is Michaela Peterson. I'm a 27 year old mother of a beautiful two year old daughter. I'm oh, the CEO is of wife? two companies. His daughter. One being Don't Eat That, my health company. Oh my god. And I'm the creator of the Lion Diet. She oh. is horrifying. She's a horrifying... What is she doing? I've successfully she doing treated with myself her lips? for multiple chronic severe idiopathic disorders. I've been unmedicated since drastic dietary intervention in 2015. My daughter is selling a carnivore diet. This is so weird. And I'm completely so symptom-free. What were my symptoms? Since I was two, I've had a terrible idiopathic autoimmune disorder that was killing me. I lost my hip and my ankle joints when I was 17 and had them both replaced the same year. So basically, Jeez. Michaela Peterson is uh, selling the Lion Diet. I've renamed my ruminant meat, salt, and water diet the Lion Diet. It's a specific type of carnivore diet to help treat health problems and optimize your body. Well, so, but this is not, she's creating this. This isn't her, this yeah, is not her endorsing the, something else. No, but it's also, the only reason anyone would go look at this is because she's Jordan Peterson's yeah, of daughter. Uh, of course, of course. Like, Jordan is Peterson's- she selling anything or yeah. is she just, yeah, what's she selling? She's definitely selling something. What is she selling? Uh, I think she's selling, if she's, oh, thelyondiet.com. Let's go take is a look at this. Is book? It's probably some kind of book. Yeah, so it doesn't really look like she's necessarily. Well, anything. I mean, the point is more that like, why would anyone listen to this rando's opinions about nutrition? Right, because she is, she's so horrifying. The, the, her screen presence is terrifying. How dare you, sir? I was diagnosed with idiopathic juvenile arthritis. What is going idiopathic on with hypersomnia. I, was I mean, she does. She's terrifying. Look looking. like Jordan Peterson a, a little, little bit. bit, but sure, she's got like really weird autistic vibes. Mm. Well, yeah, I, I guess I was I didn't understand that you were saying like think endorsing. Well, basically endorsing, endorsing products, products that yeah. you don't really have any expertise on the subject, but you're using your influence as someone with a listenership to point these people to sell shit who come to you yeah. for opinions 
to go go buy these products that are paying me right to 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 do it to right. do it yeah so Jim Baker has on this guy named uh, David Barton and they're selling a forty five dollar Trump and Cyrus coin Cyrus is the biblical figure who. He guarded Christians. He wasn't a Christian himself, but he guarded them. And that's who Trump is supposed to be reminiscent of. Uh, How many of you have been praying all across America? How many of you have been praying? This coin is our point of contact. <laughs> when I asked the Lord why the coin, the Lord said, because when you take the coin, it's a point of contact. So your faith is being released with oh a million other God. believers to pray protection and peace and wisdom and counsel over the president of the United States and over That's his family. So, so this evil. That is so evil. Pure evil. I, I knew a guy, my old roommate made these coins and he was like a super Jewish guy, which is funny, but he made like Christianity coins. One of our attorneys yeah. is a Jew. And mm. sold them like coins just like this, and he would like made the infomercials of like the commemorative, commemorative America coin. Yes, and it was like and I was like, dude, don't you think this is like evil what you're doing? And he was like, no, not at all. The people they like the coins. If they want to buy the coins, let them fucking buy. Yeah, them. well, of course, which is hard to argue against because it's like, yeah, it's a stupid. But there's also a thing attached to it, especially with this guy who's saying this is the prayer point. Like in order to talk to God, you have to have yeah, this right. coin. Yeah, that's what's stupid that we're about, selling yeah. you for forty five dollars. Yeah. Right. I oh, mean, it's one thing insane. to have just general religious bullshit. Yeah. But at least you're not stealing money from people. But as soon as you start combining yeah. religion with like grifting from your audience, yeah, well, that's what indulgences were. Right? It's I mean, so it's, creepy. It's selling, selling your relationship, and he's talking so authoritatively. I know, too. and it's like, how can it's he our say point that of contact with a fucking, every day yeah. when you see it? Remember, yeah. God puts something in your in your hand yeah. that you have a role in. That <laughs> you have a role in. You paid forty five dollars in this coin for a worthless coin. God, with, yeah, he says it with such conviction. It's so evil. Yeah. It's just like, ugh, God, these people. And then the other Jim Baker thing, back to the food buckets. Back this is a video where buckets. they show the other things you can do with the buckets of food. Like Who it, is Jim Baker? I he, don't even really he's know. A, he's like a television preacher. And oh, he had the... the he was like scamming people. He went to jail. And now he's back. Yeah. So this is a... I mean, if you're trusting Jim Baker at all, you're already... You kind of deserve what you get, but it's also like this vulnerable older people that like this stuff. There's and something like naturally griftery about flashy preachers. Like why it's there there always is some sort of like hard sell that they're doing. Yeah. Have you seen this Instagram account called uh Preachers and Sneakers? No. It's all like these new hip pastors. Didn't you know? Dave of Kentucky yeah. recommend yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's this shout out. I, I wanna do a piece uh i want to do like a show about like all these new churches yeah so it's like Please. mosaic church home it's like the cool young churches yeah and they all have these pastors who wear like 700 uh sneakers you know be like sneakerhead like limited edition you know yeezys and stuff <laughs> and it's really funny <laughs> God put these sneakers God, on my feet. So I think it's about being prosperous. And you send in $300 and you I, can get them too. I don't think they're... Southern. Oh, they're not selling them. They're just wearing them. They're right. just wearing them. Oh, okay. No, no. They're just... It's just... Yeah. It's also... They're not Southern people. They're more like... No, I'm, the, I'm just using the generic Southern ah, okay. preacher voice. Because you hate Southerners. Listen, I lived in the South for many years. I love Southerners. <laughs> so here's Jim Baker. And last time we looked at Jim Baker's food buckets that you can purchase and have just a hundred plus meals yeah but now here's some tips of what you can do with the buckets in your home they're not oh. just for food no you can also do you're stuff taking like care mm -hmm. of your family that's right you can stack them in your garage you can yeah. put them in the basement yeah. you can put them under your bed yeah, I mean, in your closets, anywhere that you have space out. for it, get creative and start yeah. stacking these in your home, keeping this food in your home accessible to you and your family. <laughs> Keep the food in your home. You put it in a place in your home where you have space for it. Yeah. Buy as the much as you can. We've done around here. I said, stop we stick Christian them under genocide. coffee tables mm -hmm. and end tables. We just stack <laughs> oh, them. there we go. So they it's have a coffee table made yeah, out of it's, buckets. It's a coffee table with buckets. <laughs> it's like a piece of plywood, and underneath there's a bunch of food buckets. Ugh, these poor people. Man. And then put a cloth over it. Put a cloth yeah. over or, it, or get a, a piece of a, you know cardboard or, or a, a piece of plywood, mm -hmm. and you make a top. 
and then you just stack this food. You could have your whole living room with end tables and coffee tables made out of food buckets. That's right. <laughs> just do it. Yeah. You and know? then after that year as well, to the Middle East, you'll be sending 600 days of food. So that's three years of food for you and 600 days to the Middle East. Now, wow. if you can't do this whole year, mm-hmm. over here we have... Se- it's a year of food that they're selling. a year of food in a bucket, in one bucket. A half a year. Yeah. Wow. But... Jim Baker's not the only one who sells food buckets. There's another special someone mm. who also sells them. Let's see. And let's listen to uh, what he has to say. Nobody at this office is prepared oh, oh my God. for any sort of emergency of any kind. You know, I asked Mathis the other day what would happen if there was like an EMP attack by North Korea. There's or some weird sound effects outbreak. because this is like a an, an ad on preparewithben.com. But this is on Ben Shapiro's actual YouTube channel. This okay. is not a flashlight or potable something water. made by someone What else. we do. And his answer was, we would eat Austin. Yep. No preparedness, no going hungry for even a day. Nope. First sign of trouble, chop up Austin, eat him. Love Ben's comedy. My suggestion was slightly less severe. We should probably drop 10 bucks on like a wireless radio and stock up on some delicious emergency meals from My Patriot Supply. Yes. They taste like home yes. cooking and get a four-week supply for just 99 bucks at preparewithben.com. Prepare with they will ben. even cover the shipping. They'll make sure you're safe, your family's safe. Preparewithben.com. Preparewithben.com. might depend on it. Your life... Just want to let's repeat that. Your life might depend on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, to, so you it might yeah. depend on it, especially apparently if you work with Mathis. So why do you dislike Ben Shapiro so much? Uh, like, because you guys were all piling on me on Twitter and saying Ben that he's like, sucks. Ben is a uh, dishonest propagandist hmm. who uses the techniques of talking fast to make points that sound like logical arguments but often are not. And Ben hmm. Shapiro is just he's as I said right-wing Greta Thun, whatever her fucking name Thunberg. is. He was the same thing. He was a 17-year-old kid, he's putting out columns. He's just <laughs> not a good actor. I don't I don't care was for Was he putting out columns cuz he went to law school, didn't he? Wasn't did, he did, but before then before he was that he even. was he was yeah. Everyone this is annoying and I don't like to hear from kids and teenagers about anything. I'm not interested. <laughs> I don't care if you're on the left or on the right. Your opinion is irritating to me because yeah. kids are stupid. And Well, the left is really trying to hold these kids' of, stars out. Of course, but the insane. right has been doing this for years. If you remember that Jonathan Crome kid who spoke at the yeah, you know, yeah, Republican I, National I, Convention. Yeah, like sure. Everyone loves these it's kids, so strange. which is a it's puzzling so thing to me because I'm like... All that does is tell me your ideology works for children. Yeah. It's very simple. Right. And it's that's, like, why are we listening that the whole Greta thing is, it drives me nuts. Like, Cause I'm like, why, why are we listening to this child? Like what, I guess the purpose is that she's saying like, I'm the one that's going to be affected sure, by, I by, by climate change. But actually I think there was a, a, like an almost identical person in 1992 who was like a child climate activist who was saying the exact same things, you know, right. that we're all going to die and mm-hmm. everything like that. Hold yeah. On. I just, uh, I don't like that. And I don't, I don't like Ben. Um, you know, Ben is a debate me guy, but I, I don't see Ben debating anyone of substance. And when he does, like when he went on that BBC show and got skinned alive by Andrew yeah. Neil, he the, collapses. Yeah. Right. And that tells me that he's not... I thought that that made him look really bad, the, the clip that you're talking about. And, that, yeah. Okay. And and so I Ben's whole debate me thing, I find to be disingenuous because he'll only debate you if he knows that he can actually handle you. I've never seen Ben debate anyone who could actually go head to head. Could I debate Ben Shapiro? No. I'm not fast enough on my feet to do that. Yeah, but there are people who could, and it annoys me that he has this reputation of being Mister Facts, Mister Logic. But I don't see any actual proof of that because it's all within his walled garden, and he's yeah. just fucking annoying. He's just an annoying guy. Um, I don't. Okay, so I hated him for a long time just because I agree. I think he's an opportunist. I don't even think he really is. One a- of our attorneys is a G. <laughs> I Literally. mean, I I think he's uh. You know, I didn't like him for a long time, and I don't obviously like like his vibe. But I will say, you got to give them a little bit of a break, both on shilling shit like this and uh, for what he does, because he's he's truly an independent right wing voice. You know, it's he's completely 
banned from any mainstream source, right? But he really does the work. If you listen to his podcast, so I have started listening to his podcast a little bit, and he really does do the work. Like, what is the work? What does that mean? He really like knows a lot. He knows history. He knows everything that's going he's on. Not, um, he's listen. very good at he's very good at putting, especially like legally and stuff. He's very good at putting current events in context. And I think that he wakes up every day. He records his podcast every single day. Yeah. He clips everything really well. Like yeah, for a guy who's working, you know, started this all on his own. He actually does a really let good me, job. Let me make clear. I don't, it's not that I think Ben Shapiro is a dummy or that Ben Shapiro... Ben Shakiro. Ben Shakiro. Like a Shakira. <laughs> that would be great. Like yeah. a Shakira-Ben Shapiro hybrid. A hybrid, yeah. Um, I don't think that he's a dummy. He's clearly very intelligent, but I don't think he's a good actor. And I don't think... I. His, the, you don't think he believes what he's saying? I mean, it's he, not that I don't. His think, whole thing is I'm a I'm a you know Orthodox Jew, right? That I mean, that's that stuff is fine. I don't have any problem with any of that. It's more that I find his aura of logic and facts, like the fact that his the facts don't care about your feelings, is his like catchphrase is very aggravating, because he's not a guy that plays fair with facts at all. And if I saw him engage more in the kind of debate that he claims to be involved in. I would be more interested in him. Well, he's certainly never going to. Uh, I mean, he he is more. Um, I'll say he's way more uh, sort of open to the arguments of the left openly than the you know CNN people are to the arguments I'll, of the right. I'll say this about Ben. Uh, I saw him, or I listened to him, and this sounds like a total nightmare. I listened to him on a live podcast with sam harris and eric weinstein yeah and it's just i want to fucking slip my wrist but i'll say this for ben he is a very in that environment i think where he doesn't feel threatened he is very generous yeah, yeah with listening is. right but unfortunately that's because that's a, the idw safe space where right. they can kind of like be cool with each other um he was very generous in that and he's a generous laugher which for any comedian is like, okay, you're, you can't be 100% bad <laughs> if you laugh at dumb shit very easily. Yeah. I think he's actually, again, I think he's a good thinker. I know what you're saying in the sense of he's always going to just toe the classic conservative party line on every single issue. Like, he's never going to get go out on any limbs. Right. And he's always going to, you know, hammer those uh, things home to his audience that he knows just loves hearing yeah. the, you know, the socialists are coming for you. Like, do I... And, you know... Let, let, so, he, I see what you're saying that he's not totally... Uh, he has some disingenuousness to him a little bit. Um, on the other hand, there is nowhere else to get... Where else am I supposed to get a smart conservative. Yeah, I don't have as a thinker, source or like, whatever. There's nowhere I think, else. I think that's fine. I don't have any. Again, I don't have any problem with him, like and his belief system. Right. I just have a problem with the way that he self presents, which I don't find to be true. Like, and if it's Ben Shapiro or Dave Rubin, Ben Shapiro is much way better, much better. Because Dave Dave Rubin is not even any of the. He's just. Talk about an opportunity. Yes. I mean, Dave Rubin doesn't even... Hundred, he, Dave he, Rubin... It's nothing. Just so everyone on the podcast audience knows, Dave Rubin has blocked me on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Because nice. I made fun of his book. Right. Um, I mean, Dave Rubin is like not even... I, if if we were... If like mainstream media was right wing, Dave Rubin would be like the token left wing guy. Like he's he's just up there yeah. to... I'm be just in, interested in ideas. Yeah, yeah. No, he's completely... If you want to see something funny, see... He's so fake. Like, there's no way his following is real. He must have just bought a bunch of followers. I, I think his following is a lot of people who, like, think that they're the Dave Rubin type. Where they're like, I'm a classical liberal. Yeah, right. I have some conservative ideas. and But if you ever want to see something funny, watch Ben Shapiro on Dave Rubin's show. When, when Dave Rubin asks if Ben Shapiro would yeah. go to his wedding. Right, right. And right, Ben Shapiro's right, like, right. no, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. And he, he's like, what? Yeah. It's he's a, like, I wouldn't. I don't believe in it. Yeah, he's didn't right. <laughs> no, it's totally just like, he's he's conservative in quotes. He's conservative like how, uh, you know, conservative comedy is a big thing. Yeah. Conservative now just means not being ultra like... Dave is a you know like like religiously neoliberal. Dave, like that's Dave what, is a dope. And, yeah. D Dave, if you ever, I've said this in the forum, but if you want to watch something amazing, 
Watch Marianne Williamson on Dave Rubin's show oh, where really? she proceeds to skin him alive yeah, because it's... he thinks she's some woo-woo dope and Dave is just not smart enough to talk to somebody like Marianne Williamson. Your love of Marianne Williamson is so weird. She's a smart lady. I can't believe you can't just see. It's like it, I can tell you just come from such a different background because Marianne Williams to me, Williamson is just like, you know, she how, reminds like, you of your mom. Exactly. That's what the problem exactly. is. It's like, you know how like certain people remind you of your dad, you know, like and it's just like kind of conservative type like dopes like her to me. It's just like you are so full of shit. It's like it's so obvious how full of shit she is to me. And she like sits around with her friends and they're like, Marianne's great. Let's give her a hundred thousand. I don't think she's actually full of shit. Oh, she's so full um, of shit. She is uh, an excellent communicator. And one of the great things on, on when she's on, everybody should watch her on Ruben. It's required viewing for, I, well, I for the so. Williamson haters and for Dave Rubin I don't, haters. I don't hate Marion Williamson. I definitely don't hate her. I just think anybody who takes her seriously is As a presidential deficient. candidate, I don't really take her seriously. But for people that are like, oh, she's just like a crazy wine mom. There's so many worse Democratic candidates. Yeah, okay, And sure. like... Kamala Harris is a better candidate no, than Kamala Marianne Harris. Williamson. No, Ka- Kamala Harris is like dangerous. I I hate Kamala Harris. Yeah. I don't hate Marianne Williamson. Yeah. So moving on with with Sweet Ben. God, uh, so if you go to prepare nerd. prepare, do you with- think do you think he bangs his listeners? Because he probably gets tons of girls throwing themselves at him. He, I he, think he's I think he's like a handsome guy. Ugh. Like I don't think he's but he's short, so women don't like that. He's he's a small man, but I'm but that's irrelevant. I'm sure he gets tons of girls throwing themselves at him. Yeah, and I just wonder what he actually does about it because he pretends, you know. Yeah. I'm he he is take it, you whore. Yeah, take my cum. Ta- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drink my cum. Wouldn't that be yeah. great if he's just a disgusting like kink pervert? He's just abusing women in his house. Uh, He's like a total alpha, just fucks the shit out of all these women. Probably. But I mean, I wonder, because, you know, he's a guy who only became, he followed Orthodox Judaism because it was convenient. And, you know, it was like, oh, this is, it was his angle. It was his angle to become famous because he couldn't compete on the left, right? So he was like, oh, uh, well, I can't get any pussy on the left. I can't really compete with all these other people because I'm just another one, you know, I'm just another fucking Jewish white guy with, you know, one of our attorneys. God, I am not. Is a I'm G. not really articulating myself very well today. I'm just saying he's he doesn't have a lot to offer to the left, right? There's nothing standout about him. Yeah. So I feel like he became right because it was like he saw a big opportunity. Doesn't you know? he, doesn't he have some Hollywood failure? Didn't he try to be? I don't want to like throw out things I'm not 100 percent aware of, but I think he tried to be a Hollywood writer, or there was some kind of thing that he failed at that also I think is involved with his. His vibe. I don't. I don't hate Ben Shapiro the way that I do Dave Rubin, but I'm just kind of like not that interested in. I'm him. just saying. I, I, I think you, if you're going to be mad that Ben Shapiro exists, you have to be mad at the media itself because the media allowed any smart young person with, who's willing to do the work could just drive a truck through the giant gaping hole in the media where like young conservative thought is so it's like okay if you're going to completely ban all young conservatives you know from your platforms then you're going to get a million ben shapiro's and it's like it's it would be so much better if c if a ben shapiro was on cnn you know and everybody was just together but instead you get people like this who are just like ultra opportunistic because they're like well there's millions and millions and millions and millions of conservatives in this country they have no one to listen to they're on their walled garden right and so you know but let's get back to the shilling, because okay. here's here's Ben what again. What else has he got here? I like, again, the, the casual intro is what I love about these. Hey there, it's Ben Shapiro, host of The Ben Shapiro Show. Hey there. Sh- hey, guys. Hey there. I'm to start by saying thank you to all the responsibly armed Americans out there. Despite what the media are saying about you, yes, you are making America safer. This is a funny video because it, I think this is a piece of his show where they cut to a weird side angle of him. So he's like looking directly at something but not at the camera i find that very odd that's like a movie thing i don't know why he does that on a show 
So I want to quickly touch on an organization that's a great resource for the gun owners out there, the United States Concealed Carry Association. I'm personally a member of the USCCA, and there's a pretty good reason why they're the fastest growing community of responsible gun owners in the country. For starters, they've got great education, training, and legal and financial protection for members. But more to the point, they actually care about your inalienable right to self-defense. Is this an attack on the NRA? Hmm. The United States Concealed Carry Association. Weird. I don't one, know what that is. One more thing from uh, the Benny Boy is this. So this is the Ben Shapiro Show. And it if is. you've watched or listened to our show at all, you've heard of Birch Gold Group. I'm always <laughs> recommending Birch Gold because they're the people that I trust for precious metals investment. And I've talked a lot about it on uh, Precious Metals Investment. Precious Metals Investment. Precious Metals Investment. Why investment. you should invest in precious metals. Well, now we have a treat. Actually, a person. We have a treat. We have quite a treat. Somebody who's paid me to be on my show. It's a huge <laughs> treat. Is, oh, such a treat. It's a to treat hear from, from me. Gold. Because I received money for this. I, I like how it's also, it's not gold. Now it's precious metals. Yes. Human, so there's other types of metals. From Birch Gold Group. This is Philip Patrick. He's a precious metal specialist over at Birch Gold. Oh. Patrick, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Ben. So let's start off thanks with this. Thanks for having me, Ben. Thanks for having me, This guy looks like a sleaze yeah, in this wide man, shot. Totally. And also, the website is birchgold.com slash Ben. So they want to track well, they, his numbers. Yeah, they always do that. They do that. Because right now, people are looking at the stock market. It's really been booming under President Trump. They look at the real estate market. It's really up. So why would they look at investing in precious metals during what looks like a time? The, this is the thing that I don't like, is that there's clearly a financial relationship here. Yeah, like, I've, this is not yeah. innocent. So I hate the way that it's staged as if as well, it's native casual. Content, right? Yes. This is native content. And Go, that's, look, see if they hashtag it ad. Where? In the, in the, uh, do they say? Yeah. So it's to learn more about Birch Gold's partnership with Ben Shapiro. So they, they have to call out that it's yeah. paid for. But the somewhere. average person who listens to Ben Shapiro doesn't know that. Mm, maybe. Like I was. Yeah, it's sneaky. The other it's day. But, I, but the other side does this too. No, I, I'm not saying time. they don't. I'm, I mean, is it any better when you quicken loans? No, is no, 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 on, no, 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 no. It's like horrible. But it's know, also like. Kate Gimlet podcast shilling for quicken loans. It's also within the context of this conversation where it's like a, appears to be a segment of Ben right. Shapiro's show. Yeah. I was. Where was I? I was outside of my job and this old man, he looked like a halfway homeless old man, was walking down the street with his phone up to his ear. And I hear the voice of Ben Shapiro uh. <laughs> coming out of it. And I'm like, those are the people that are victims of this because they're going to listen to him. And I don't like that there's a financial relationship there yeah. in order to promote it. Like, I would never do that. I would never... Right. People that listen to the podcast don't want my opinion on health or gold investment, <laughs> or any of these things. I would never provide those because I don't know what the I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about with the things that we do talk about. Yeah, much less the things that I would be paid to speak well, about. Well, right, and it's shady because it's you know it's native content. But this is how they're all monetized now, man. I mean, this is this is the the places that know how to survive are the places that know how to do things like this because digital advertising all goes to Facebook now. I guess so. so. And here's Michael Savage making paella. So this is Michael Savage. I am going to make a paella today. Spent all afternoon buying this. Michael seafood. Savage is my new Twitter friend because I followed him on Twitter and he responds to things I tweeted him. So, and he's like a gay. No, he's like a soup. That's Dan Savage. It's Dan Savage, <laughs> but he's all, Dan Savage is I'm also a man. I like men. Dan Savage is also like a conservative gay guy. Though, no, right? he's not conservative. He's not. No. Oh. Dan Savage, this is the difference, though. Dan Savage will have ads for, like, dildos and sex toys on his show. Uh, and that's a thing where I'm like, yeah, I'll listen to Dan Savage's opinion about these things. Because thing. that's his vibe. Yeah, like, yeah, he, yeah. he deals with these things. So right. I don't have any problem with him selling Adam and Eve products right. and such. Because it's right up his alley, yeah. so to speak. <laughs> but Michael Savage, I'm only playing this because it's just funny that Michael Savage's YouTube channel has a weird, like, he's making I mean, paella live stream. I don't even remember him anymore. He was once the king of vitamin C. <laughs> I don't even know who Michael Savage is. He's like so. a right-wing radio guy. Oh. Hmm. Um, but on Twitter, if you tweet at Michael Savage, he will respond. Hmm. He posted a picture of something that Trump had signed and the Sharpie he signed it with. And he was like, this is a very important thing. And I tweeted back at him, is that on your bed? Oh, yeah. <laughs> And he was like, no, but it could be on yours. 
And I was like, I was like, are you, I said, are you selling it? And he goes, no, this is in the private Savage Library, which is closed to the public. And then one of his listeners responded to me and said, uh, they posted a gif of like the missing the point guy, you know, the point flying over this guy's head. I was like, but he told me it could be on my bed. (laughs) I didn't miss the point. I was just asking. Anyway, Michael Savage. weird does engage on Twitter. So blue check and that then engages. Who's, okay, we got last one, Stephen Crowder here. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, this is Stephen Crowder of LadderWithCrowder.com. Hey, I just Stephen wanted Crowder. to take a moment. I don't just, even know what a moment is. I don't exactly know the oh, timing of a moment. I think it's I love these, bull, so these bullshit things. I don't even... I'm just going to casually riff on this thing that I'm saying to make it seem like it's part of my show. More between a second and a minute. Anyway, I wanted to take this chance to tell you about the Freedom Project Academy. Yes. Which uh, oh, you have their website Christian right here, fpeusa.org. It's an accredited online school, no government, no common core. You can test your students, you can figure out where they are, you can go online oh, and have uh, video classrooms with great teachers. Here, here's the thing it's, 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 it's just such a natural evolution when I was approached about this. When I think <laughs> it's of, such a natural evolution. When I was approached about this with money, yeah. I thought. Sure, I'm in- interested in receiving money from your organization and then talking about right. it. Right. But you know what, man? This is the shit that they got to make money somehow, you know? I mean, and they're not being approached by Blue Apron, so this is the fucking weirdos that they get approached by. Well, you know? I, w- I wouldn't even mind if... This is the thing that I have the problem with. If they just wanted to throw an ad up during the show, right. I don't think that's you don't like creepy. The native, you don't like the I don't native like content. that. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's it, it feels gross well but dude so like a place like cheddar right which is one of these new media companies cheddar is like uh trying to be business news for millennials right they do all these branded native content partnerships with like adidas that'll be like an exactly like that it'll be like an interview with the head of adidas Right. right and they you know barely at the bottom say like a partnership with it's the same shit i mean this is just how you monetize in this day and age, it's like you have to do these native. I get it. Things. I understand like the base level, but as a practice, I just no. I mean, it's gross. It's terrible. It's, it's weird. Terrible. No, I agree. I mean, I mean, but it, yeah, it's. Can you imagine if we started doing something like that? Hey guys, listen, uh, listen. So this is brought to you. We just if we no, we wouldn't even say no, no, that. Right. We just, I just really want to talk to you about who would sponsor us. <laughs> Uh, let's just come up with some random, let's say like Function 45, which is the gym I used to go to, okay. right? The HIIT yeah. gym. And I was like, you know what, Isaac? Uh, something I've been really thinking about lately is my physical health. And yeah. I'm just getting really so important. bored at the gym. You know, I go there and I'm just like, yeah, I'm doing these reps and it's the same thing. But recently <laughs> I stopped by Function 45 which, and it's really a new, it's just a new approach. It's an HIIT gym. Yeah, yeah they, to they, the old boring gym Listen, format. get this. You go and you do a different set of exercises <laughs> every time. That's refreshing. It's quite different and it's very uh, appealing to yeah. my need for new experiences. Right. Like if we did something like that, people would be like, are you fucking kidding? Rogan does it. Rogan I does know. It. Does it's it not good. Yeah. It's all And weird. he's like, oh, I really, and he just sells it. I mean, he totally sells, yeah. you know? I mean, this is the thing that anyone listening will say is like, well, Nobody's approaching yeah. you to do this. <laughs> so it's very easy for you to say these things very now. Easy. It's an easy, right. If somebody came to us and said, uh, okay, here's 100K, do it. I, I think we would probably say yes. I, I mean, maybe we would just have to be like, okay, we'll, we'll say it, but we're going to say it. it we're going to do exactly what we want. Have to like, Bill Burr it or yeah. something. What is, is that what Bill Burr does? I th- he, his live reads are very half-assed. Really? He's very much like... He'll read the copy and be like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. Shit? <laughs> really? So he like makes fun of it. Yeah, he's allowed. But to that's it. his advertisers like that because yeah, they okay. think it's authentic. Right, so it's right, fine. Right. It works. With we his... could do that. Uh, yeah. I think if we were allowed to make fun of it, it would that would be fine. Yeah, if I we would do there, that. Oh, come on, that would be fine. If we, all we had to do was read the copy and then we could make fun of it as much as we wanted, yeah. like that would be fine. I guess. Um, but this thing where it's like built in feels really bad. And then the other kind of gross grifting that I wanted to take a brief look at. As people like the Krasensteins, who if you spend any time God, on Twitter, how do you even? I don't even know any of these people. I who are the Krasensteins? The Krasensteins are these two brothers who used to be big resistance Twitter figures. They would always be in the reply. They were the ultimate Trump reply guys. Anything that he said, 
they would show up there. Okay. They're essentially scam artists who just found this thing where it's like, if we just say like really anti-Trump stuff every time that he yeah, speaks. Well, people like people us. People like us. Yeah, and they had right. like millions okay, of followers and stuff. Here, here's the other side. So they wrote a book called How the People Trumped Ronald Plump. <laughs> it's a children's book by Brian and Ed Krasenstein. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the description is, an ego-driven selfishness overtakes a man named Ronald Plump, though he is influenced by a toupee-dwelling squirrel named Weave Bannon. <laughs> wow. Nice. Oof. No political figure is strong enough to overpower the will of the people they represent. Will the people end up trumping Ronald Plump? I bet they do. The satire of President Donald Trump's first year in office is sure to have any politically yeah, so minded So basically they rolling. just have a click through on their reply guy tweets and then people buy this shit. People buy this yeah. horseshit. And they, Sad. it's not mentioned, but one of the uh, big jokes on Twitter is like Robert Mueller is the, a character named Robert Morrill in the book and he's like all buffed out he's like shirtless and buff oh, and it's just all that weird like resistance the the modern equivalent of Fitzmiss is right. what I always say that it is these it, like th- fantasy scenarios people had in their head about how the Mueller investigation was going to play out doesn't Chelsea Clinton also like shell a children's book or something Probably. about something yeah but at least Chelsea Clinton really scary I mean I don't want to hear from her really because she didn't do anything other than get born by yeah, right. Hillary Clinton. But at least maybe there's some kind of vibe there. I also love that Frequently Bought Together, this, this is on Amazon, Obama's book. Ronald Plump book, Fear, which I own, the Bob Woodward account of like the first year of the Trump administration, and then Michelle Obama's book. It's very strange. And the Krasensteins have a horrible podcast, which we're about to play. Look at these losers. And one way they think twins. they can do that is by subpoenaing some of the banks he's dealt with, including Deutsche Bank, which well, is a German bank, and years. Capital One. Which well, that's there. also pathetic. Ever since they've got booted, they got booted off Twitter for creating fake followers and, uh, and showing up. You want a daddy up. to take your panties that off? That was an accident. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Moving my hand around. Here's the Crescent Base Bank. And if you go on their YouTube channel, I can't think of this. This is why I get nervous about doing a YouTube channel. Because I don't want it to look like this. Well, it looks so bad. Yeah. And so far, it's been a little iffy as far as whether they're going to get these documents from Deutsche Bank or not. As Deutsche Bank. Trump is fighting it, obviously. Trump and Trump organization. What kind of accent is that? Trump's know. family. They're all trying their, their hardest not to allow oh Congress my God, to get a hold of these guys are so non-dynamic. Bank documents. Who are these so, guys? Oh a my judge. god! Look, look at the one is just staring in the camera. They're like, just yeah. they're Twitter, Twitter famous, people. Twitter famous, but it doesn't translate. I mean, their views on YouTube are Atrocious. pathetic. Yeah, Hundred and ninety nine views. I That's mean, crazy, quite quite bad. But this is a whole. I mean, resistance Twitter is its own scam. Yeah, um, there's definitely there's got to be some kind of like vagina hat racket going on. Well, I would be curious. Um, I don't listen to a lot of left-wing, like, shady shit. Yeah. The left-wing content I consume is... It's very high end. They don't, they don't, sh- they don't endorse they don't weird show. products. So I, people that listen to other weird stuff, I'd love to have that in here. I focus on right. right-wing stuff because it's, it's so easy to, to find. find. Yeah. It's just there, and it's in so many different platforms. Yeah. But we're interested in making fun of all of this garbage. <laughs> So don't think that this is a partisan issue. I just think that the people on the right are more prone to just kind of doing this base level horseshit. Yeah. Well, the left does it in some way. Do you know who Caitlin Johnstone is? Maybe. Caitlin Johnstone's like a indie, you know, she's one of these sort of indie journalist people. And she has a book that's like a poetry book, like a really terribly designed poetry book. All right. Google Caitlin Johnstone woke. A field guy for Utopia Preppers. And it's like made with like this, like like the cover is like really awful, like Oof. clip art. <laughs> it's like poems. It's like poems by her. Look inside. I think she was on the Jimmy Dore, Dore show, whatever. Yeah, he's another guy. That's a guy I should have looked into. That guy, I'm sure, is shilling and then garbage. Here, here's... The poetry in the book reminds me of I and Wendell Berry at their sharpest. Here in Buy Stuff, Johnstone commands beer, drink beer, drink this kind of beer, 
because you are thirsty and because it hurts to be a primate with an overdeveloped cerebral cortex on a dying world in a sea of blackness and because these people are playing volleyball in swimsuits and drinking beer. Oh, it's high-end poetry right Man, there, Your poetry book is better than that. <laughs> this book is for the ones who look with both, both eyes. eyes. It is not for the left-eye lookers. What does that mean? Who behold the flying robots raining fire, fire upon, upon children. children. Yeah, this is the shit. So it's like, this is what we're going to have to become if we don't fucking monetize. We're going to have to write fucking poetry book. And hey, you know, everybody has their way. What does, what does Bridget do? We all know how she does it. You want a daddy to take your panties yeah, off? We should get a Bridget quote in here. Yeah, hey, you know, so everybody, you know, you got to, everybody's a prostitute at the end of the day in their own way, right? Right. 